So the media, uh, I believe, strongly divides us with race, division, wealth, and politics. I agree. The thing is, why are they trying to divide us? For control. Control of what? It's no money in the cure. I mean, you know, like, if if there was a cure for cancer, you know how broke people would be right now? Because you don't have to spend money for treatments. So sometimes it's more profitable for war than peace. And the media could divide, but you have choices. I Definitely. mean, don't watch it. Tune into something else. Like, we live in a world where people are media-driven, though. Yeah. So, and, and all that is being put out is negativity. So if you look around, like Jeff said, you know, it's fear. We at the Collective Perspective Podcast have set out on a mission to understand some of the most impactful and controversial trends and topics in our lives today. Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm Travis. I'm DJ. Can we find common ground in the middle in a peaceful manner? Not for political gain. But for real community benefit. We believe so. As veterans and concerned citizens, we are bringing together diverse views and fact-based research to navigate this tough terrain in search of a viable path forward. Only time will tell, but if we listen with open minds and try to understand each other, we just may find a solution. Or two, collectively. That is why we care about what you have to say. If something piques your interest or ruffles your feathers or tickles your fancy or whatever else you'd like, leave us an audio message at podinbox.com backslash collective perspective podcast, all one word, or directly on our show page at mtsjax.fm backslash collective perspective podcast. You'll have to log in, but that won't cost much more than your time. We'll be discussing your messages on the show, whether you give us a high five or say, hey, you better do some fact checking, fool. As long as it's positive and it's your perspective, we'll possibly give you some airtime. But remember, it needs to be family-friendly and not defamatory in nature. Hey, everybody. This is Collective Perspective Podcast, and we're here in sunny Jacksonville, Florida, talking with you collectively from the Main Street Suite at Mixed Theory Studios. Collectively. Today, we have uh, what we like to call different perspective guests. And I would like to introduce two people that I think will always be part of my tribe, uh, part of my community and my heart. Khalil Kellogg. Yo, what's up? And Brandy Mackey. Hello, hello, hello. If I were to put a label on these, and and part of what we're going to do is kind of recap on some of the stuff we've been talking about. But if I were to put a label on Khalil, I would say Christian hip-hop star. Hip-hop? I'm more R and B than hip hop. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like to sing, but hey. you do have a great voice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've always been a fan. Yeah. And if you want to give yourself a plug, then now's the time. Oh yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Khalil Official, K H A L E E L Official, and the link to everything else as far as music goes is in my bio. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And Brandy, I would. It's it's hard because there's so many labels that we could put on you. And we're talking about positive things, but one thing I something that strikes me is wisdom. I would say that she's a leader like an entrepreneur. Um, but a voice, but we have a female perspective and a younger gentleman's perspective. We've been talking about labeling, like what is your political label if you had one? Your parents, your upbringings, is there someone that is dominant in your family that only allows you to think one way politically. Do you guys have any experience with any of those type of scenarios? No. Growing up, I just did what my mom did. <laughs> so if she was Democratic, I would be Democratic. If she was Republican, I would be Republican until I grew up to understand the, the definition of 
them both and, you know, what they stood for. So, you know, now I'm a Democrat, unfortunately. Is that something I should have you know, said? Well, see, you label yourself a political party, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but would you say that you're more, you know, if you were to think of it more of like, there's a lot of people that are stuck in the United States with kind of in the middle, what they would consider a moderate yeah, or liberal or yeah. conservative. Yeah. I'm a liberate. Yeah, yeah. He's a liberate. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there more so. I didn't mean to say that you did. You said something bad. Yeah, but, no, no. But you identified yourself as a Democrat. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But I'm I'm totally, like, for liberation. So I could definitely say I'm a liberate as well. Okay, so now he's a liberate. Oh, gosh. Man, DJ's just going to get... We're growing. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to start a movement here at the collection. Do you see that you agree solely on the party lines? of that or do you disagree on some things and or agree with some topics more than others well you know i believe as people we are we always have strengths and weaknesses and much like each party there are strengths and weaknesses but if i could define myself i'm for liberation like there definitely has to be a change in the united states dj's gonna have to come up with a flag yeah that'll be easy i'll come up with it (laughs) Momentarily, I got a new nickname now. Deliberate. D. (laughs) Deliberate. That reminds me of a joke. A homeless guy said, "Hey, would you give me some money if I make you laugh?" And I said, "Sure." He goes, "What's the best nation?" And I said, "Hmm, "I don't know." He goes, "Donation." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I laughed. I gave him money. Yeah. Yeah, That was a good one. He got you that day. That's true. I'm sure you got a lot of people to laugh. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that reminded me of that. It's kind of. I might have to take that. How about you, Brandy? Uh, what do I title myself, or what's my party affiliation? That what the question what, is. What would you say your label is? I mean. I mean, I don't have a label. I'm Brandy, and a lot of people don't know me as Brandy. They'll when they watch or hear this. Most people know me as Mrs. Mackey. So shameless plug out there for my restaurant, Mackey's Munchies. Can I do that? Where is your restaurant and what do you serve? We do Louisiana food. And just just as a uh, disclaimer that Brandy's views does not reflect Mackey's Munchies. So don't be boycotting me because what you hear today because that is different than our restaurant. Hey, we're on that that level here. But put that disclaimer out there. We don't claim to know anything or everything. Well, I mean, you know, but that's when we're talking about labels. People will label what I say today affiliated with my business and so you know it's it's playful fun but it's serious too because what we do is the wisdom or the entrepreneurship that you talk about is you know we started right around the corner from you you remember yeah sue at the pool yeah at the pool we started at the pool then we went to a little from some of your first customers you sure was (laughs) i remember and you know the influence that you all had helping me do the menu and just being faithful, being loyal. And then we went to a little shack in Fleming Island. And then we went to, I call it maybe a little mini, mini mansion. We're in Blanding right now. But we do gumbo, jambalaya, po' boys, beignets. And the thing that I love about what I do is food doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Food yeah. doesn't discriminate. Yeah, I got to stop by. Right? Yeah. If you hungry, you got to eat. I'm hungry right now. Well, come on. I got. I actually yeah. got some jambalaya in my bag. I got a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but I feel she bad. With her food. I didn't bring enough to share. I brought some for you because I oh, was thinking did? about you. Oh, yeah, baby. man. You know. That's so sweet of you. So the label that I have is, I don't, I mean, people label you 
all kind of ways. I mean, I'm a black woman. I'm a woman. I'm a, you know, I I feel like I I affiliate with Democrat, but you know, in Florida, in Clay County, you couldn't vote for the things that was important if you were a registered Democrat. You have to change your affiliation to Republican. So those things that if you don't, you know, aren't aware and you aren't pliable, you'll lose out on the things that are important to you because you're stuck in a party and you won't change over to make the change. So, I mean, you know. You know, another label I thought of you is veteran. I sure She's also yeah. a veteran, folks. I am a veteran. Most most people don't don't get that about me. But thank you for your service. Well, thank, thank you, for you for your, your service, service. Thank you guys for your service. Go Navy, oh, but thanks. yes, veteran. Yeah. Being a ve- being a veteran is. I think that that part is is another label, but it's a part that draws folks together because it's a common denominator of service. Pretty it's community. Yes. Yeah. Even if it's a seventy year old man at Publix, mm-hmm. that doesn't it doesn't look like somebody that you would get along with. And and you see something, you say, "Hey, thank you for his service." His eyes light up. Yeah, and my, and I'm like, you know, I did ten years. Oh, thank you, and it, and it comes right back. Reminded it, him of his gl- glory days, you know. Yeah. It does, it yeah, does, yeah. and and many times I see a Vietnam veteran wearing one of the one of their hats, yeah. and it says veteran on it, or has their service affiliation. I'm like, thank you for your service, and then I ask him a little bit more, how long did you serve? Oh, I only did two years or three years. It doesn't matter how long you served, yeah. especially during Vietnam. That was that was a big time. I'm getting bullied right now because I haven't served yet. Who bullying you? Don't you be telling that lie up on here. Ain't nobody bullying you. Don't even say that. We just asked. We're not live on video, but come on. Okay, right we camera. talk, we talk about we, bu- we, like, we bullying somebody. I barely move from this spot. I'm okay, in. we just you know what? We just are giving you. You are amongst so much knowledge and right. wisdom yeah. and and things that it's different options. Yeah, you yeah. know, so you don't have like you know a label is a label that people give you, but you could change your label by going to enlisting to the military. You can yeah. still put "I'm an American" bumper sticker on your car, Khalil, if you wanted to. You know, funny story. I was born in Japan. My oh really? Mo- yeah, my mother was in the Air Force. She served about so four you, years. You, you're dual citizens of yes. Japan. Yes, I'm a dual citizen. That's cool. And my father was actually in the Marines. He was a Marine as well. And he worked for NASA for so a So you're part of the military yeah. family, man. Yeah, yeah. like a, totally. you're a military yeah, you're a brat. Military That's what they affiliate. used to say, yeah. right? No, affiliate. the military brat back. You remember that back in the days? I'm a military brat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so brat, you, yeah. brat stood for something. Right. It was born, raised, and trapped. Oh, well, I didn't know that. But, you know, look how much culture, how much different places that you have been to that a lot of folks haven't. Yeah. By by service. Yeah, and I'm a dual citizen, which is cool. So. Yeah, that's see, look, yeah, look, huh? We're veterans. I'm not a dual citizen. See, yeah. you got some you yeah. got some uh, uh, over. I go to Japan, they better act like they know who I am. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so, as uh, the next podcast came along and we talked about labels and whatnot, we started talking about networks versus communities. Not really like they're against each other, but the difference between the two. A lot of us are part of uh Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and those are definitely defined as networks. The networks can be located anywhere. There's no geographical distance to them like the internet or you go on a business trip, you meet a few people, they have they share a common interest and you work just for that interest together. And a community is defined by the closeness of the members of it, how close they are, how well they are with each other. And who can help? Everybody helps in a community. It's not from the top down. It's from the bottom up. 
It's you helping your neighbor. Hey, how's your family doing? Is your sister okay? Does she need any help with anything? And so much as even going next door and say, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar? I ran out. I mean, that, that's more community where a network wouldn't necessarily do that for you. But a network can help you achieve a goal in one specific area where the communities are more wholesome for you. They can do more for you and you can do more for, for them. And I, I think the other defining factor of a community was that whereas networks, they, they don't require much of you, but a community does require you to be a participant. Um, I did get an opportunity to listen to the um the podcast about the community and the network. So that's the one that I, I wanted just to to maybe chime in on. Because DJ, you know, it's the perspective. So it's your viewpoint of what you think community and network is. I mean, you know, like there's a Webster dictionary for that. But I was like, man, I, I can't wait to get there because I'm going to be on DJ's side tomorrow. Because, <laughs> you know, community and network to me, my perspective goes hand in hand, right? So the network, like the media, we use that to build a community. I have personally used that to build a community. Like our business page, you know, you were my network. You, uh, the community, by sharing our business, telling people about the business. And I was able to do things in the community. Now, the community that we were in is Clay County, it's Fleming Island. And what I chose to do for the community was bring culture, was to bring togetherness between, you know, obvious but not obvious racial divides. So for me, my perspective is community and network in in a way for me goes hand in hand, because if you don't have that network right now, as important as social media is to share, you It'll take you longer to change or to build a community. So, you know, that was my perspective. I was like, well, I'll I, get, I our, said, I get on the show. We were a little closed minded when we were talking about that. We didn't go into that, the, the positive parts of that. Well, it's no judgment zone. I mean, you know, that's the, it's a perspective. So the definition with perspective and prospective, right? Perspective right. is your viewpoint. Prospective is what you want to see in the future. So I was like, dang, that's dope. We get a chance to give our perspective that will hopefully change a person's prospective to make future change. And that is what you're doing. You can tell folks later about your history, but I have had the privilege to know you and see some real milestones in your life. And so my perspective of you, if I looked at who you was, I might not have wanted to mess with you, but what I did for the community was I gave a place where people could eat and feel welcome and celebrate life accomplishments or life sadness. And that was the bond that we've had that we can get here today to talk about our perspective on how we're going to change other people's thinking to bring them together. Right. Yeah. So that's me. You're, you're like dope, dude. All right. Oh, nice. Collectively. Collectively. That's right. <laughs> Throw that plug in there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And you supposed to put come in with a song like collect come on R and B singer come on you supposed to like yeah when I feel it you know all right yeah well that's that's what a woman does she comes in and order you yeah. know organizes yeah. and bosses and everything yeah, you can tell when the business has a woman's touch for yeah. sure mm-hmm. yeah for sure you know what I thought about it's not the first time I met him I told you he's a superstar low key low key <laughs> like Casper everybody know me a lot of people don't see me. <laughs> He's talented. He's talented. Thank you, man. Thank you. Problem. So, hey, uh, one of the things that uh, we've been talking about, or ultimately the last uh, podcast, was uh, Bad Tribes. 
and the media's control over society. And it's it's bewildering how they try to scare us. For the example, government-controlled media. So when the media talks about Russia and China and how their leaders control their media, that's what their alert is. They're scared of that. But in fact, they control what they put out and what we hear. I, I think that they yeah they get talking points from whether it's left or right, they get talking points from the the government or from the bosses of these news organizations, and that's the only thing that they can cover. It's about ratings. It's all about the clickbait. Uh, it's get the clicks, drive the traffic, get the viewers, make the money. The viewers pan out to advertising, and advertising brings in the bucks, and that's kind of where they're at. And driving fear, I think, really pushes the envelope for them and gets them the more clicks. I mean, nobody wants to, I, I shouldn't say nobody because it would be a, a welcome change to see all the uplifting stories in the news. They highlight one or two stories at the end of the broadcast where the rest of the broadcast is there's been another shooting here or there's been another bombing over here or there's, it's all about conflict on the news these days. Good so. people aren't interesting enough. That's they, unfortunate. They, they they can only promote or what's interesting to people is terrible people. You can see it all over Netflix and all these other places. Like well, there what are, the are number more one? crime shows, cops and this murderer and that murder than any other show out there. Yeah. And you know why? It's because people watch that. It's drama. People love it. And then they wonder why they're paranoid, you know, but somebody's going to come and kill them. Like, stop putting that stuff in your head. Right. Why are you watching this stuff? It's provocative. Keeps the people going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, it's not entertainment is yeah. what it comes down to. Is Brandy may be able to take hold of this with, you are what you eat. You are what you feed yourself. And if you're constantly feeding yourself that fear and that hate, that's what you're going to see most of. You say, I want a new car, and you're like, oh, it's got to be yellow. Guess what you're going to see on the road? A whole bunch of yellow cars. You know, for, I was when I was driving down here today, I don't watch a lot of TV. I really don't. I don't watch the news. I, I don't because... First of all, when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing stuff, you have to have time management. Second, what I have chose to do with our business is I want to be able to love people wholeheartedly without so much judgment. And so when you watch these kind of things, your perspective changes. So certain things I don't I don't really want to watch. I don't want to know because I want to be able to love folks the way that should be in my perspective. So I go through natural life consequences, but I really, I have a different perspective because I don't watch all that stuff. And when I do, I sometimes have to, like I say, okay, I'm going to watch it on a Sunday so I can purge on Monday and be ready for Tuesday. Like you said, you are what you eat. If you put these kind of things into your mind, that's why meditation, you, you know, meditation is important. I don't listen to a lot of hardcore rap, hip hop because I can get gangster real fast. Yeah. And that ain't something that people want to see. But you'll probably could tell if you come into the Especially restaurant. Especially you got a 40 in your hand. Uh, I, I don't, I'm too classy for 40s, baby. Okay. They don't even make, they don't even make 40s Yes, anymore, they do they? make 40s. Yes, I, I think you it's ain't, 32s. You ain't been to the liquor store in a long time, yeah. baby. Yeah. I know. They still got okay, 40s. I started out on Old E. So okay. Don't, Say, don't I, well, look here. Up. I'm from the West Coast. And I, I got it illegally already. at 15 or 16. Oh, wow. Oh, well, I was a PK. 
okay, so I was drinking the I was drinking the wine in the church. Okay, mm, strawberry hill. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know about that, but oh yeah, booze fire, booze fire. We have the, with some with some uh, Seagram's gin, Colt forty five, <laughs> some Mickey's. I was drinking Saint Ives. Oh yeah, liquor. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good stuff. All those companies now owe us advertising money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> collectively. So the media, uh, I believe, strongly divides us with race, division, wealth, and politics. I agree. The thing is, why are they trying to divide us? For control. Control of what? It's no money in the cure. I mean, you know, like, if if there was a cure for cancer, you know how broke people would be right now? Because you don't have to spend money for treatments. So sometimes it's more profitable for war than peace. And the media could divide, but you have choices. Definitely. I mean, don't watch it. Tune into something else. Like, we live in a world where people are media-driven, though. Yeah. So, and, and all that is being put out is negativity. So if you look around, like Jeff said, you know, it's fear. It's always fear. It's always, huh, I got it. Not even fear. Yes, it's always fear. Because even FOMO, like, the ne- next Jordans are coming out. You know, my culture, my generation all you see is who plugged in, who got who got the next J's. Yeah. I need three or four pairs, you know, and, and we live in such a, if I must say, like capitalist country where everybody just wants gimme, 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 my, 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 take, take, take. It's all about me. It's all about what I desire. The demand. The demand, yeah. yeah. And, you know, with my generation, like all we want is the looks. We want to look good. want to look and appear as if we got it. And that comes from fear, fear of missing out, fear of judgment, you know. I need you to come and see my sons because I wish they was fearful of looking bad because I'd be fussing about them what to wear every day. <laughs> like, dang, boy. They'll grow out of it. How, how old are they? 25. Tell well, them 20, you're going to put the picture on Facebook. I bet you it changes. Oh, well, I mean, but, I mean, I, I, I advertise our business. My kids are part of that business. And so I'd be like, dude, can you please – Put some better looking shoes on. I mean, so again, it's. I'll this play is, a prop child. It's a yeah. See, well, I'll take you. you can, but again, you like it's so media driven. Stuff. <laughs> Just to show no, well, so he, you know what? Like, so look, you your can, mom bought so me you, these shoes, so you can show off <laughs> what you wear, yeah. right? But then again, like it's media driven. Everyone has yeah. their own vice. You know, someone's vice may be shoes. Someone else's yeah. vice may be alcohol. Someone else's vice may be weed, marijuana. So what's your vice? My vice, man, honestly. I like to look good, but you know, I, I, tell, you're, I, I was like, I don't want to sit by him because if I, I can be real, what you see you. me wearing was a gift for Valentine's Day. Oh, well, she likes you. She loves me. Really ain't no nice. such thing as like. I was like, I don't want to sit next to him. I, I hate to have to show get bowdy bowdy. If I skid his shoes on accident, yeah, but, but, like, but like I do the best with what I have. Like I'm, I'm an adult now. You know, I'm grown now, so I budget. You know, and I don't let media get into my spirit I, I watch what I feed myself like what you said earlier I don't watch TV at all the only time I watch TV is when my girl wants to watch power and I download stars and I'm watching power and that's not even TV it's a streaming device you your know? girl cool I mean, my girl is cool in school getting a degree you know grinding music is going like I'm focused on music and God's word like what you got for me, Lord? I'm so working. she's invested in the kingdom early, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, all the brownie points. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good positive message, yeah, and I think yeah. that that's uh, that's really what we're trying to get out there is right. that positive message that right. there's more than just the TV. 
Yeah, you can you can want to look good. You can work for yourself to look good. But once you've achieved what you want, then you are able to spread it around more. Right. Yeah, I mean, you got to start locally. And if it's not in your heart, you can't give it to someone else. Correct. So I like I like your message. That's a that's a really good message. Thank you, man. Well, you know, you, you mentioned media, but uh, we also micro down that to social media. And we didn't talk about it, but Facebook is like a drug. Yeah. It releases endorphins. And some people, that's the only thing they have. That's their network. That's their community. And they stay at home and they play video games. With other people. I remember at one point, I thought I'd never put a controller down. Like, I played. I played for hours. Like, you know when that was called? For when we had no responsibilities. But yeah. but no, people are getting rich off of these streaming systems now. Playing video games and joining these, these rooms and balling, winning millions of dollars. My son is even trying to get a YouTube page just showing Stream. his campaigns on one of, the, one of the popular RPG games. And... That's all he does when he's at home. After he he comes home from school, does his homework, and he's on the games. Yeah, and that's like he's always there. But you're right; you can make a lot of money on it. And you these- got kids who are like dropping college and stuff, or saying, you know, I just want to be a gamer. I need a computer. I need a nice chair, and I need a nice camera. Set my me son, up, mom. My son go. wants to grow up to be a YouTuber. <laughs> we call that the spirit of entrepreneurship. Especially with COVID happening. I mean, things change. If you wanted to find out what your family was doing, everything was through social media. I mean, my Facebook page, I use it as a 3D photo album. If I want everybody to know what I'm doing at the same time, instead of making separate calls, hey, I'm on Facebook, everybody share a tag. So, I mean, again, the thing is perspective. It is a perspective. It depends on how you utilize the tools that you give. I guess what you put into Facebook is what you get out. Well, I mean, yeah, sometimes. Not all the time. But, but, but if you put, yeah, so if you're putting in positive, you're putting in the way that you use it as a tool and not as something that will divide, then that changes the dynamics. Again, like right right now with doing YouTube, that. right? YouTube, your son, he's young. So to hear about that, starting that early, yeah. that's building you principles. You see the stuff he creates in Minecraft. It's amazing. Yeah, how do you encourage someone at that age to do more and then not? Why are you on the computer so much? Get off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, this and that. Because you don't know what what could be harvesting um, to be like, what, the next Bill Gates or, you know, the next, like the next unnamed. We, we it's, it's, Jobs. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's time to stop repeating whoever's been. It's like, who's the new going to be? It's funny you say that because I hate math. And you know what my son's first question of the day is? Daddy, what's 10 plus 10 plus 7 plus 3? <laughs> and I'm like, good morning. And he's like, it's whatever the answer is. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy that, that uh, you know, that you say that as well. Because I hate on man. social media, on, on my Instagram page, I follow, like, a lot of entrepreneurial sites. And on those sites, you know, scrolling through Instagram, you'll start to see ads that are relating to entrepreneurship and positive yeah. motivational messages and things like things of that nature. So most recently I was scrolling on Instagram and this guy's like, I put down the controller and I started my own business and now I'm making 30,000 a month. See how I did it. And they're selling this tool, this method, yeah, you know, to make more money. But ultimately that is your method. That is what, that's what, what works you for use. you. Yeah. yeah. And now they're selling this and, Ultimately, you're making money off of people's hope and desire to be an entrepreneur. It's like fraud. 
in a sense. Definitely. You're selling dreams, literally. Well, I, I think when it comes to something like that, they want the result without the work. Yeah. Instant gratification. Oh, I, I want to look good. I want to look good. I want it now. No, you got to work for it. It It's not easy, and, and it, it takes time to get there. Like, uh, I was training for a half Ironman the, many years ago, but when I was there, you, still I, you know, got I was it, like, baby. You still got I, it. I was over, uh, I'm not that tall, but, you know, for me, 200 pounds is a heavy weight. And when I started training, I wanted to get that cut look and look ripped when I got on the bike or when I was doing the swim. Um, you saw what time but it was. But it took me like <laughs> six months to get there. It. I didn't put that weight on overnight. It's not going to come off overnight. You yeah. got to keep that mentality that it, this is the long haul. Sometimes this is what I'm going to do. I feel like I put on all the weight at one time. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a donut. But my perspective on this is it's interesting to hear because I have a son that's young too. I. You know what? Cons- consultations, right? Like when you were going for the Ironman and doing your thing, what did you do to train? You just like thought it up. Or you had to do some research or you talked to people that had been in that I had to do research and I found the right swim technique for me. I joined a local bike club so I could train on the bike. And running is a pretty self-guided sport there, running long distance anyway. Did you change your diet? At the time, yes, I did. Everybody here may know this. You can't outrun a bad diet or you can't out-train a bad diet. Diet is 90 your body. So yeah, if you put crappy fuel in there, you get diet is 90% of of training in general. Yeah. I mean, you got to have equal parts of the nutrients to really fuel your body properly. But so did you pay for a trainer or anything? No. Okay. But you might've been able to cut that time in half, possibly if you would have had a trainer or a nutritionist. And some of that maybe have came natural because you had military training, right? You were in the military before. Well, I'm, I'm also a nurse and I, and I, okay, I study. Well, yeah, um, you, well, that's paid for you. That's a expensive. You already paid for that. You're a nurse. How much did that cost you? A whole lot of money, right? Still paying for it. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, the point is, is that in everything that we do too, again, the perspective, my perspective is longing to learn. Like, how do you know to do something unless you take the time to research? So if you use social media to use that to divide or you use it to go and find out more about becoming an entrepreneur. When we started, folks call me and say, can you tell me about starting a business? I'll be like, you're so cute. You think I know what I was doing? It was intuition. I don't have a business degree. That's not anything to down who I am. I'm very confident. But I've had awesome folks in my life that I've just listened to like tableside counseling. I mean, even Jeff listening to him, listening to uh, multiple customers that come in that I've learned. So those was free nuggets. But when you're online and you're looking at things, those are, that's an opportunity to learn something because you, you know, you can fast track. Like he did what he did, but he he leaving out a, a major part. He was a nurse. He went to school. He got, extensive training military service the knowledge so if we don't use the media for what is good to find knowledge to find a collective perspective to to you know somebody might be watching this today like dang i thought i was the only naturally yeah i thought i was by myself man i there's somebody else that think like me i'm not crazy 
their mission accomplished and you want to be able to give them how they can reach you. And then guess what? Provide an extra stream of income. Because knowledge is power. You think you can go to school for free? That's why people are fighting for it right now, because they don't want us to have a free education so we can do better. You see? So that's that's my perspective on that. It's not anything against age discrimination. It's just that we're talking about a different generation, a generation that was born in the 50s or the 60s that control the politics in, in the United States. And whether it's Republican or Democrat, I just don't see how we're all just voting on some 80-year-old people that I know for a fact wouldn't even bother listening to this podcast. Well, maybe one of them would. But if only we were talking bad about them. Yeah. Which one? I'm just curious. Cause I don't, which one do you think well, would listen? Former President Trump. Oh, you think he would take the time to listen to this? That's he listened to Bill Maher. Oh. I would say Biden would listen to this before 45 would. Most of them don't even listen to podcasts or even know what it is. But the point of the whole generation uh, thing is that there are new things. There are new ways of thinking about things. When is the last person this person went to school? You know, we got people that are learning new things. And, you know, one of the things I was going to say is that you can also learn off of experience. Like if I just constantly make the same mistake or if I, what did uh, Einstein say? You're, you're insane if you try to attempt the same things and get the same results. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy is doing yeah. the same crazy. things, expecting yeah. different, different results. results. Different that's results. why a lot of people are crazy. You're doing the same things, expecting different results. Yeah, you're crazy. I just feel like politically this country is just doing the same thing. It's Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. And the tables turn depending on what it is, you know, what label. I believe what, like legislation and, and laws should definitely change to evolve with the times because right now the younger generation is running everything. Like the younger generation's running everything? Yeah. We are social media driven. Media is is guided towards us. Everybody wants to stay relevant and the way you do that is by media. And we are running media. We, we make what's relevant. We create what is popping and what's not. There is a lot more of that out there, but how much of it is actually being seen? Now, I, I think Jeff may have wanted to go this route earlier with social media censorship and the throttling responses or limiting reach of certain podcasts or posts that you make on social media. I think that that's a real thing and it does happen and it seems to affect one viewpoint more than the other. As I brought up the other day about the trucker protest in Canada, I mean, have you guys heard anything about this? Uh-huh. And the Freedom Convoy has been going on for about two or three weeks now, at least. And Trudeau's shutting everything down and has enacted the Emergency Powers Act up there and is shutting people's banking down, allowing banks to shut people out of their financial institutions. That's one of the provisions of the Emergency Powers Act up there. This has been going on for a while. And they're up there with freedom signs. They're in the downtown Ottawa and you don't see fires going, stores aren't freedom freedom for for what? what? Yeah. Vaccine mandates. Oh, okay. They don't want to mask mandates. They they're like, it's done. It's we're 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 done with this. We want to be able to cross border stuff. In Canada. So that's uh, that's something that you don't you don't hear because it's being censored um, from the major news groups. I, I don't think I've seen it on any of the major news organizations recently. The only thing I've seen is war with Russia. Ukraine's got car bombings and 
whatever's going on over in, on the border with Russia. People in Ukraine are fleeing to Russia to avoid any potential conflict or war. Well, and it's, it's really weird. But that's exactly why this is great, right? Because yes. you have a smaller network that's reaching one, two, three, four, five different communities because he's the younger generation. So anybody that he tags today or he shares this with, they'll be able to see and hear what the freedom truckers are. I mean, like for me, I would be curious just to Google it after I heard it because it's like, what freedom truckers and they holding people's money. So freedom convoy, freedom convoy. So that's the great thing about bigger, smaller, the perspective and it's different collectors. That's one, two, three, four, five, five different people that will know about something different just by sharing. But to stay on what you were talking about, I really feel as if it is inappropriate I mean, who am I to tell, you know, a, a social media network how to run this business? But, like, I think it's inappropriate to censor anything. That should be a user's discretion to censor things because you're literally taking away my right to know what's going on in the world around me. Like, my community, my nation, my city. Like, I don't even know what's going on in Jacksonville unless I go to Google and search it. When it comes to social media... As you, as Brandy alluded to, that she uses it as a mass messaging to her family and friends. Hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. As a tool. Is it a utility? Is it a public utility now to where if any any ban on speech or censorship is violating your First Amendment right? Yes. So should it be So if you talk about labeled? COVID and in a negative light, you get flagged on Instagram and they lock your account. They shadow ban you. Yep. They do the same on Twitter. You get shadow banned because I'm speaking. What do they call it? Community rules? Uh, yeah. Community yeah. Uh, standards and guidelines. They're not even a community. You're right. well, You're from a Germany. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, be honest. Be real. Like, I believe those guys with the white shirts, the white collar guys are really, you know, getting getting their nose too high in the air and, and need to allow people to be people and let laws be laws. In regards to networks, let the network be free. Make your money as you please. However, in a community, you are not legislation. You cannot dictate and judge what's going on in the community. You know? No, I, I agree. And I, I think that's the, the big crux of it is you should be able to say, do what you want. So long as it, one, doesn't defraud someone or doesn't cause physical harm to them or doesn't take their property from them illegally. I mean, those are, that's, that's the metric. That's the metric. So basic politics is illegal? No. no. I think I politics mean, is all, th all of those that you mentioned. <laughs> but, I mean, so does people's intent. I mean, like, so if you could just say whatever you want it, right, you still put a lot of people at risk. So if I come in here or say say somebody says something bad about my restaurant, Right. Your life or is I in say, danger. Yeah. Right. Well, if they're slandering you, that's that's against the law. But if it's freedom of speech and if you anybody should be able to do whatever they want to, that's why there's certain things in place and certain guidelines and rules. Because if that wasn't the case, I can't even imagine. Well, somebody comes things. to your restaurant and they tries the jambalaya and is like, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever had. I wouldn't eat there. That's their slander? opinion. Is that slander? Though? No, that's not slander. That's 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 that's, that's, a, a that's an opinion. opinion. Those are the kind of things that businesses, especially black-owned businesses, have to deal with because they don't want to see you do good, right? So people do that, and I mean, we support black-owned businesses here well, with the collective I, perspective. Yeah, see, 
The intention of this podcast is to prepare for the future. I, I think it's really important to go back to what Khalil said, is that in his perspective, the youth are running everything. I don't necessarily agree with that 100%. I think you have your thing, but if you're going to run everything, then the numbers need to show up at the polls. They need to show up in voting, and they need to show up in the community. You know, posting that you got some nice kicks on Facebook is nice, but what about the dirty kicks you you uh, mowing your mom's lawn with? Right. So this collective perspective, in all honesty, one of the main concepts for this podcast is to change our society for the better of our youth. That, that's my point about voting for older people is that I don't think they're always having the best intention with the youth in mind. I mean, any of us can die today or tomorrow. God forbid we do. But at 80, I think you're pretty close. I could be wrong, but... <laughs> You know, one of the craziest things about this year, just to give you a crazy fact, is that this is the first year that there were people 40 years old and coached the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, that is rare. Young coaches win as uh, coaching Super Bowls and win. Wow. And look at the team. It was young as well. The team was tremendous. Nah. And well, I, I mean, they, they, had a couple, they had a couple Pro Bowl They got one dude was in his 40s starting. Yeah. But the superstars on the team. Well, you didn't have Tom Brady, you know, a 45-year-old quarterback. That's ancient quarterback times. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, a, you know, we have these older presidents. Obama wasn't old. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't even see Bush was old. Yeah, Bush wasn't really old. He, was he in his 50s or 60s? 50s, uh, I don't know. I, think I don't want to. We'll have to do the whole fact. We're going to check yeah, fact. Yeah, We're going to check, check fact it. Ding, ding. We check facting that. I may run for president <laughs> soon. Cool. 35. Where Did you, we do you, that fact you, check you already? You still live at home with your mama. Excuse me? You still live at home with your mama. Um, so You got to have your own residence. <laughs> well, let, well, let, me, well, let, well, let me be Secretary president. of Defense. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. I there we go. Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, but no, I don't live at home with my mother. No, I don't. Okay. To answer your question, no. Well, then you then, then you can put a ballot in. If you're living at home with your mama, we can't be talking about running for president unless you got your own pad. I don't okay. live there, but I still got a little milk behind my ears, so y'all say Oh. Yeah. He's green. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We've realized that there is good and bad tribalism. We've been able to identify what that is. And it's kind of just a premise, uh, a starting point for even our listener to be a part of the group yeah. is to find your label and know what and be aware of what tribalism is and, and what is good and what is bad tribalism. If you're keeping secrets from kids, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> Did you see that post today where I said if you keep a secret from a kid, it's probably No, if not you a tell thing. a kid to keep a secret. Oh, yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Hey, don't tell your parents this. That's bad. Yeah. It's horrible. Anyway. These last few episodes of us discussing tribalism and, you know, hearing each other's perspectives about it, I think I've definitely learned quite a bit. I think, like you say, when it comes to good and bad tribes, that we definitely should be able to identify and choose wisely for, you know, the greater of the good. So mm, I would say try to stay away from the bait. When I say the bait, like when it comes to the media, you know, social media, sometimes posts that you may come across on your timeline that could, you know, cause an uproar or, you know, a big pot of different tribes coming in when it could be good or bad tribes getting mixed in together not being able to compromise or come meet in the middle so i would definitely say stick to your tribe and if it's good and 
I'd say try to enlighten people. I like what you said. Stay away from the bait. Exactly. The clickbait. Definitely. Um, yeah, I thought you said debate at first, but no, I caught on and was like, all right, the bait. Absolutely. If it's if it stirs a lot of emotion quickly and makes you feel something and want to click on something, take a second look. Say, all right, wait a second. What are they doing here? What's their goal? And and look at it and say, maybe that's not for me. Or you can come to the collective perspective and listen to the podcast and become part of our tribe. And help and us broaden we our know view. What you think. Yeah, I mean, help us. We want you to be a part of it. You've been listening to the Collective Perspective Podcast, a mature show with the intention of making a difference in society. I would like to thank uh, both of you guys for coming and having your perspective. We'd love to have you guys back again. To kind of come up with a compromise for tribalism, I, I would say that being aware and making people aware and maybe even spreading this out, this message out to people is a good compromise to trying to take a foot towards better solutions for society. Yeah. Reshaping. It's, it's one stone at a time. I think that that's, that's really the whole point is, is learning to see things from other people's perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like Khalil was, was saying that, uh, he, he feels that the, the young kids, the younger generations now, are running the show. They would if they... Took more responsibility in voting. Not necessarily voting, just to let their voices be heard in a positive way. I, I think that we do get caught up in the media. Again, they, they glorify all the, the bad ways that we try to get our voices out. I love your message. Let's get that positive message out, you know? Collectively. Collectively. I like that. Collect and and having Brandy's perspective. Oh, go boy! Yeah. All right, there it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Having having Brandy's perspective is great. I love it. It's 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 opened me up and on the community and network, actually working hand in hand together. One may not one's not better than the other, but together they're strong. You gotta you gotta use both of them. Diversity. Well, I mean, how do you, how can you make a change if nobody knows you want to make change, right? You got to have a network to let people know, hey, I am making change. And so, you know, again, different perspectives. That's the way that my brain is wired, that God has made me. And so I just thank you for the opportunity to be able to come out and to share, to do something outside my comfort zone with the restaurant. So thank you very much for thinking of me today i appreciate you yeah likewise man i I really appreciate this opportunity and this definitely if it's up to you guys won't be my last time for sure i had a lot of fun being here yes thank you thank you you. you've been listening to the collective perspective podcast a mature show with the intention of making a difference in society so take a ride with us join us at the collective perspective podcast where your personal truths get a little power wash Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Collective Perspective Podcast whenever you listen to your podcasts. You can also show support for our mission by going to buymeacoffee.com backslash collective pod and donating whatever you feel inspired to. We appreciate any help keeping the lights on to bring you thoughtful and researched content as part of this show. Visit the Collective Perspective Podcast show page on mtsjax.fm. Jacksonville's new music and multimedia network sponsored by Mixed Theory Studios. You can find the transcripts of this episode along with the show notes, material references, links you heard about, and more. Hey, I want to give a special shout out and a thanks to the real Jay Dash, a Jacksonville hero, producer, and artist. 
for sharing his original music with this show and to the Mix Theory Studios for recording and production services. We couldn't have done it without either of them. Thank you so much.